0: Let's start recording. Okay. This is Podflex episode 193. I am Paul. I'm
1: Nish. And that is it. Yep. That's all we're getting today. Another one with just the two of us. Yep. Get get uh, get ready for some prime Mrs. Columbo content, possibly.
0: We shall or see. something else completely off the wall. That's right. Uh,
1: what did we watch, Nish? We uh we watched a movie that came out. Well, fuck. I'm gonna say fairly recently. I guess fairly recently covers it because who knows when we'll get this out. But uh, we we watched uh 2022's this year's Prey, uh on on Hulu. We sure did. I had to
0: re-up my Hulu I was going to uh, say, did, what, did, what did you do to watch this? <laughs> so the funny thing about it was um, I went and I downloaded the Hulu app and I was like, yeah, give me a free trial. And they're like, well, you already have an account. I was like, all right, fine. You caught me. Uh, I put in my credentials and it's like, all right, uh, hit this button to start your one month free trial. And I was like, okay, I'll take another yeah, one. Yeah. There you go. So I got another trial to Hulu, yeah, and off we go. How many? Uh, how many devices, are, is, is is it is Hulu
1: the same as uh like you know most of the others where it's like five devices or so? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. All right. Yeah, because you can definitely use mine. I'm pretty sure I have it on three, like mm-hmm. my TV, my parents' TV, and my
0: phone. So got 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 do two you, left over. <laughs> do you think they do like the geographical thing, or it's like wait a minute, these two people are like. 500 miles away from each other. How can they be on the same account? I don't know.
1: Maybe don't know, maybe. maybe.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see. I I might poke around Hulu and and um see if there's anything else I want to watch now that I have another Yeah. Well, I guess at this point like 25 days That's of fair. It to to watch. That that is fair. So, um so
1: this movie um one thing that I found uh we'll get into stuff obviously about it. But one thing I thought was interesting um, when i read about this movie after we watched it um was that the intent was to market this movie without any reference originally to the franchise that it actually turns out to be a part of which i mean for anyone who has seen the actual marketing for it it will come as no surprise we'll mention it in a second but i thought that would have been interesting i mean it would have been harder maybe because like you would have been relying a lot on like critical like thing of like oh go see this like there's something kind of cool in it or you know that kind of thing but I mm-hmm. do like the idea of going into a movie thinking that it's just going to be like kind of what it is, which is like sort of a survival movie with these like Native Americans and then finding out kind of what what they're trying to survive against. Like just like finding that out like five minutes into the movie and being like, oh, oh, this is different that I thought that, yeah, that, I... that would have been kind of
0: cool. I, I don't know how exactly how they could have pulled it off. It would have been a good trick. I don't know if anyone would have watched the movie without right. the hook. Right. And it's not like the movie is assembled in such a way that they hide. No, no, like, no. The, it's Yeah, they they very much play on the fact that like you, the audience, well, we'll spoil it. Yes. So this is a Predator movie. Yes. And they very much rely on the fact that you, the audience, know who and what the Predator is. Absolutely. They They play very much on at at the very least on
1: basic knowledge of how the predator operates. They also show how the predator operates for those who don't know. Like it's not it's not like you're expected to know like and and if you don't you'll have no idea. Like they put enough in so that you understand like that like it sees basically heat signatures, that it can turn invisible, you know, all the, all the usual stuff with predator. Mm-hmm. But um but it also early on like kind of shows a lot of that without really explaining it like if if you're someone who has at least seen even the first movie. Um, you kind of have you know more of a sense of what's going on, but um, yeah. So let me. I'll I'll do a very quick premise of the movie because um, it's not really much in in a way to the to to the plot. Like it's not a very no. you know. It, it goes kind of from action scene to action scene, sort of sort of. Um, but the premise is basically that the story takes place in 1719 um it takes place in the great plains i believe and it follows this comanche uh this this tribe of comanche native americans um and our main character is naru she's a young woman who uh in this tribe um who um is kind of trying to prove herself as a hunter and you you know they kind of establish early on that sort of you know generally the you know, the gender roles are such that like women aren't really hunting and, you know, the men do the hunting and most of the men kind of view her fairly dismissively. Um, Her brother is maybe not, not so much. Like her brother kind of is mostly supportive of her, although kind of condescending at the same
0: time. Kind of secretly supportive. Right. Like not outwardly supportive. Right, right. Exactly. But like, but like we'll pull her aside and be like, that was a really good idea that you had. Right, right. Exactly. Or like, yeah,
1: this is like, this is your time. Like do it. But like won't really say it in front of everybody else. Um yeah. yeah. So her name is Naru, uh her brother's name is Tabe. Um there there are there are a lot more characters we see, but like they're probably, you know, she is very much the main character. We are following her the entire time. Um unlike most other predator movies, and here I've got to defer to you as the Predator expert, as the person who, as we noted in a previous miniflic, watched all of the Predator movies. Um, but I'm pretty sure in every other Predator movie, I guess maybe I don't know about the Alien versus Predator stuff, but like there's usually a team that is of, of people. And this one, not so much. Like this is mostly her. There are points where she is part of a group, but I wouldn't really yeah. call them a team. She's like tagging along at times or she finds herself with other people. She and her brother are definitely a team at certain points in the movie, but that's about it. That's more of a duo.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing about a Predator movie is it is a a main character or a main couple of characters and then a bunch of cannon fodder that's true to get that's, killed by yeah, the predator good 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 point that's probably a good way um, to say it and and that's very that this movie very much follows that yes you know you're right they're not like they're not like a hunting team or right, right. like they, a close-knit group of friends they don't come in as I, a
1: team where you know who the other people are like it's not like in um in predator where you got like shane black and jesse ventura and like like all those other people who are around yeah um you know bill duke like you don't, you don't have like all those people where it's like oh yeah i know who they all are and then they die um it's very much like just a bunch of people you don't really spend too much time with but anyway um so into that mix where she's kind of trying to like prove herself as a hunter um a predator lands again his spaceship or or is kind of left sort of on the uh in in you know in there and starts basically hunting um and she kind of gradually realizes that there is some big threat out there that is sort of hunting wild animals and maybe hunting them as well and then it kind of becomes a survival story um eventually really between her and the predator
0: yeah because she she notices it's there no one else does or like believes for, for her while, and She's like, well anyway. yeah yeah if you don't believe me i'm just gonna go out by myself and and find this thing right right um I wanted to ask before we get too further into it, uh, how did you watch this movie? Because then I want to tell you the story of how I watched this
1: movie. Sure. This was a rare movie that I watched more normally than I usually do. As you know, I usually watch stuff on my phone. Um, this one I was actually able to watch on my TV. So it was slightly more normal, like normal volume, a bigger screen. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, and I just watched the whole thing. I did watch it in like bursts because I was watching it during a work day. So it was like I would watch like half an hour of it and then go up and like check my email and like maybe do a little bit of work and then come back down, watch a little more. But I was able to watch probably the last like 45 minutes in like one go.
0: And what language did you watch the movie
1: in? I watched it in English. Did you watch the all Comanche version? I read about this afterwards.
0: So here's the thing. I saw the Comanche version and said, well, that's the version I want to watch. And I'll put the subtitles on and I'll watch the movie. And there are no subtitles. Well, so there's there was two problems with my plan. The first problem was this: um, even though there's not a ton of dialogue in the movie, um, especially like there's parts that go really long without any dialogue. Yes. They the the Comanche, done by the original performers, but it's a dub. It's dub, yeah. I they didn't it. re-record the, right. you know, so, the so the thing. so the so the lips don't match. The lips don't match. They said they used some digital tech to to make the lips match better. I didn't notice that at all. Like I could like, when I saw the subtitles, I could clearly see their lips matching those subtitles. Right. And that made it kind of distracting. The other thing, which I could have dealt with because there wasn't a lot of dialogue, but the thing that really forced me back to the English version was sometimes I I don't know much about this, but do you know how sometimes you put on subtitles and you just get the dialogue And sometimes you put it on and it gives you like written explanations for every sound that the movie plays. Yes. So this did the latter. So there's not a lot of dialogue, but there's there's a lot of sound like, and it would just constantly say like, you know, the bushes, rustle, the predator clicking noise. Right. Which, which Um, which usually those are like the, like, they're not just the English subtitles. They're like the English for the hard of hearing subtitles kind of thing where it's like, they're giving you all the noises. Yeah. Like you said. And that was the only option. And, And, you know, I personally found that pretty distract a pretty distracting way to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, especially for this movie, because like you said, there's a whole lot of time where
1: there isn't dialogue, but there's a lot going on and and, yeah. and you know, they're tracking.
0: And so you hear like a rustle in the bushes or a, a twig snaps or something like that. Yeah, right. So I watched 25 minutes of this movie in Comanche and then watched the rest of it in English. Okay. Well, at least I mean, 25 is a lot, but it's still it's, it's not like more than half or
1: anything like that. This is like an hour and. I think without the credits, it's like an hour and 35 minutes, something like that.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, but I was curious to know what they do. So to, to jump like into spoiler territory, there's a part where they get captured by trappers. Yes. And the trappers are not speaking English. Right. Um, They're speaking French. They're French trappers. And I'm curious what, what they do in the Comanche version. Is it um, like, do they have them? Do they have them speaking English? Because... The filmmaker, what's the name? Trachtenberg? Yeah, Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, talked about, basically talked about the quote-unquote Hunt for Red October problem. Right. Where, they thought about doing that, about about yeah. having
1: them start in Comanche and then switch into English the way that Hunt for Red October does that with Russian.
0: Right. And it's, and it's tough because what do you do when the Russians meet the English-speaking people, like the Americans who are speaking English? Right. Right. And that's a difficult problem to solve. And, and they opted to have, you know, the trappers speak French. Right. And the subtitles yeah. are French.
1: Like you, you never know what they are saying. Like in, in, in the English version or in the English version, English equals Comanche, right? Like it's like, yes. like when the, when the French trappers capture Naru, um, they speak only in French and then the translator comes and speaks to her in English, which you understand to mean that he is speaking to her in Comanche and she is answering. And they don't
0: caption the French. And I'm right, curious, right. if you put on the subtitles, would it just say speaking in French or would it tell you what they actually said? In French <laughs> or,
1: or in... Yeah. In, yeah. Um, yeah, good question. I don't know. I would imagine I was, it would be French. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would do, do what it did for the English one, like show the subtitles, but the subtitles are all French, which is what it did for the English subtitles. Wait, say that again? So I watched the English version. The whole way through. The subtitles on. Put, and yeah, I had subtitles on. I usually do, just because I'm just used to it at this point. Just, I mean, this this movie was not especially hard to hear, but there are so mm-hmm. many that are that I just watch everything with subtitles nowadays. um And when when the French people were speaking, it did not give English translations of what they were saying.
0: It, it didn't. It, it just it did gave not, you the French. It showed
1: subtitles, but the subtitles were French. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. The okay. same way that like. Yeah, the, the same way that when, you know, occasionally the Comanches actually do speak Comanche, even in the English version. Right. Um, for like a sentence or two. And same thing, it shows it just Comanche. Um, so so so, Comanche. So you do not know what they're saying unless you know the language.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So, over, so, so now that we dived into that, yes. that language stuff, which is yes. kind of interesting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Over, what are your overall impressions of the movie as we start to dive into it? Because, i am curious um so uh, like you said i've seen all the predator movies right and, right right and so so i wouldn't call myself a super fan but i've seen right.
1: I'm, I'm definitely not i've only seen the first one and that was a long time ago like at, at this point like I, I remember it but it's not it's i don't think i've seen predator more than once like i remember it well enough and yeah, it's predator um i'm not mm-hmm. not really gonna forget it but um but i'm not a super fan um I um, I really like this movie. I I would like to to to, to skip forward. You know, we're not I'm not giving a grade yet or anything, but I I I don't know. Like, I guess I expected to like this movie just because it was very very well reviewed. I mean, this is kind of why we watched it because it was like, huh, everyone's talking about this movie. Like, like it's just, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be pretty good. Um, I really liked it. I liked how stripped down it was. It's a very stripped down movie what I like about it and I speak now as someone who has not seen all these predator movies, but from what I understand and from what you said way back when we talked about them, I like that it kind of doesn't get into like the whole, like, like here's their, you know, and it wouldn't, I mean, because the nature of this movie would mean that they wouldn't get into this anyway. But like, I like this, that they don't get into like, here's what their civilization is. And here's what they really want. And all that. it's just like, dude, these are like aliens who hunt, like, this is what they do. Like, that's kind of all you need to know. And it's like you and you are the one being hunted. It's like hunt, you know, you, you, you know, you got to. The only way you survive is by killing it, basically, because it will not stop hunting you as, as long as it sees you as something worth hunting. And I like right. that. I, I felt like this, you know, it just boiled it down to like a survival movie. And that could have been OK. I felt like what made it really good is um yeah and this is this is going to get into a whole bunch of things which i assume we'll talk about a little bit but like i liked i thought pretty much all the action scenes were like well thought out like as to like what was going to happen in them and sort of what the point of them was um mm-hmm. they they called back things really well at the end like 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 most of the stuff she had gone through through the movie came into play at the end of the movie they they did a pretty good job of lining up how she would know what to do, like, in terms of, like, his mask, in terms of the bog, like, all the different things, like, you know, that sets up, kind of, her final plan um, mm-hmm. at the end, and um, and Amber Mid-Thunder, the, the actress who played Nara, was really, really good. Like, I feel like she was a very compelling character, you know, to carry the show, so that for all those reasons, that that's why I really liked the
0: movie. That was my thought. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the movie, too. I think that, um, the predator franchise prior to this movie really suffered from just like one upmanship. Like every sequel had to get like more insane than the previous one. Right. Like now we have three predators and now there's five and now and, and, like we're in the and, f- it, future. And, and it and sounded like it like kind of started getting up its own ass a whole
1: lot in terms of like, like trying to ex- like, 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 wasn't it, was it the predator or was it predators? Like what, one of the, one of those two, um, the, were like where like it like they had this like world domination plan they discovered and stuff like that right like didn't you say uh, yeah something about that? yeah and it was just a little bit like uh, like i don't know like and, and and it's exactly what you were saying where it was kind of a thing where it's like well i guess like this is where you feel like you have to go right yeah and this movie was able to like dial it all like way back yeah and, it basically like, dialed dude, it way back to predator, predator? like it, yeah. yeah where it's just like the you know normal humans like but humans who are good at hunting or fighting find themselves unexpectedly like being stalked by this thing and have no choice but to go up against it
0: yeah so so for those reasons i liked it Mm -hmm. you you mentioned the Mm action the action sequences having a purpose and one of the things i liked about it was going to this movie like i was just kind of thinking to myself like i so i know the predator was going to be more low tech than he was in the future movies right it's 300 years (laughs) in the past Makes sense, right? Right, Like everyone, everyone's a little more low tech. Yes, but I was also like, how the hell are like people from this time going to kill a predator with
1: bows and spears? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they do a really good job, like especially thinking about the first movie. Like this predator takes so much damage over the course of the movie, in a way that like in the first movie, like the predator basically gets shot once, right? And then Arnold is fighting it at the end, right? Um, And in this movie, this guy just gets. Beat the hell. And by the end, you're like, okay, I can see how they can take him down because they've just been like, they've, they've, they been doing away yeah, at him. Yeah. This whole movie. Yeah. Like she yeah. fights,
1: she is fighting a fairly weakened predator at the end um of the movie, even before she is able to get his mask off. Like, yeah. like just because her brother, like, has like, like run him through and like stabbed him like a few different times.
0: Uh, right. Pretty badly, he, like, And he's been hit by several musket shots, right, and, right? Like all that stuff. Like he's, 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 yeah. He got her pretty good, um, so, so that aspect I like. I also really like the aspect of the beginning when he is hunting the animals yeah. on the planet. Like, it gave me the sense that like he wasn't necessarily dropped there to fight humans. Like, I kind of got the sense that like he was just dropped on this planet, and he and they were like, find the most dangerous thing and you can kill it. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of what he like. He fights a snake. He fights a bear. Like in a kind of a very cool scene. Yes. Um. And then kind of discover and then I guess like, you know, he the I don't know. I don't know if predators have gender, but like the predator is aware of humans, but like doesn't really consider them a threat for the first bit of the movie.
1: Right. Not yet anyway, right? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I think I think probably he has to see them actually attacking and like hunting and stuff like that.
0: And I think that's the implication is he it sees um her brother kill that panther or whatever it is. Right. Right, the mountain um, and line. it's like okay yeah. these guys are at the top of the food chain as it were right right
1: i wonder if he sees them differently like it's it's implied although it's it's never ex- like it's more than implied but they don't get into details when um so she gets captured by the french uh fur trappers uh because she gets mm-hmm. her foot caught in a in a trap um and and they clearly know what the predator is. They have encountered the predator because they ask her about it. The, the translator right. asks her about it directly, like immediately asks her about it. And then basically their whole thing is they have this plan to use her and her brother as bait to lure it out and then kill it. Right. So I wonder like, has it been... But I, I, I guess the sense maybe I get, I, I, I'm curious about this. I don't think this is like a thing they should have explained. I'm just been curious as to whether they have had direct run-ins with it already where it has been killing any of them or that they have seen it killing wild game that has, like, disturbed their, like, job as fur trappers. And that's why they want to kill it. Because, like, if, you know, if the Predator up to this point hasn't seen humans as as threats until, like, he sees um, Tabe kill the the lion, like, then it's kind of like, well, why would be, he be attacking the French folks? But maybe he has because he's seen the French uh, people firing guns at like the bison or you know that 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 they skin and that kind of thing right. or something like that i'm I'm just curious like like what kind of interactions it has already had
0: with them at that point yeah. My, yeah, my impression and like you said there's not much to go on so it's just kind of making stuff up was that if you are camped in that area the way those fur traders are and there's suddenly a new apex predator around um, lowercase p on that one yes. um, <laughs> you're you're gonna like you're going to know that that's happening right it's like okay something killed this big animal this bear this you know this big cat like whatever it is like something killed this big dangerous thing pretty handily what the hell was that right right because i also get the sense that like i and and that they they kind of walk into a situation they don't know what they're walking into right and it doesn't sound like a situation where like okay we know this guy can like shoot darts and like do all this other shit it's like we have no idea what this thing can do. Yeah, um, and and that causes them to just you know get absolutely slaughtered by the by the predator because they don't know. So that's what makes me think that. Yeah, that makes sense. One thing, um,
1: one thing I think they do really well, a little bit in the writing, but I think a lot of this comes down to um, Amber Midthunder's performance. Is I think she does a really good job through the movie of like simultaneously being like. Shocked to shit at like what this thing is and what it can do which makes sense for i mean it would make sense period for like you know even the folks in predator like in yeah you know in the 1980s or whatever but like but especially for someone who's like never seen like i I guess they've seen guns but certainly nothing anywhere close to the technology that the predator is using even this more low-tech predator um but at the same time is like immediately like also like filing away like you know it's like okay like I can't see it but I can see it when it does this like it seems to only attack when it has when it sees someone with a weapon like that has it that's right. a, like she's already like she she's like they do a good job of showing her as someone who is like meticulous about like kind of like thinking ahead but at the same time is also like very scared in the moment which which felt very real like she didn't seem like preternaturally like never scared or anything like she's like
0: clearly sh- scared shitless at points especially yeah. early on uh, that's definitely true the, the one thing that stuck with me a little bit was it felt what was her level of fear not around the predator but around other things that she's hunting at various times because they show her like practicing her axe throwing and all that and she's clearly like super skilled she, she works really hard at this and the the time she comes up against the big cat and then the bear, like her immediate reaction is like I'm afraid I'm going to run away, and which is fine, right? But like I was waiting for a little bit of like because it, it it kind of undercut the message a little bit of her being like a super competent the ability to be a super competent hunter, and I and I realized like part of it is like this was the movie of her find like Finding realizing that, that yes. about herself. Yeah. But it kind of went from a binary, like I have zero percent of that to like, oh, I have a whole lot of that at the end. Right. And I wish there had been a little bit more of a ramp up of that. I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see
1: that. I think like they have the the little like conversation that her brother has with her do some of the work there Um, when they're tied to the tree. And he kind of like admits that he's like, I killed the lion because like I used your plan and you had already weakened yeah. it. And like kind of like says, like, you are like you are really good like like you should like you he, he doesn't say it this way but it's like you should be confident like like you know yeah. like you know what you're doing and i feel like maybe there's like an implication there that it's like her what confidence she had 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 been kind of shaken by like how those things had played out uh a little yeah. bit yeah but it, yeah i i agree with you i think i think there maybe could have been a, lo- a little more of a ramp up
0: and and it was fine in the end it was yeah. just like in the in the moment i'm watching this movie knowing she's the hero and i'm like and like I'm watching her react to things and be like, she's going to ultimately kill this predator. And like, I don't see how this person I'm seeing now is going to be that person later. Right. Um, And that was, that was kind of my, my quibble there of there. There could have been a little bit more there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree.
1: A really satisfying um, scene that has nothing to do with the predator is when she comes back towards the end to the camp to rescue the dog. And then like, just Mm. takes out all of the Frenchmen with like, with the tomahawk on a rope like that was that was a very cool scene like very well done and and was a good way to show her like her evolution into like you know a very confident like hunter and someone like who at the end of that you're like okay she can take this guy on now like yeah for sure
0: because and and that is a very cool scene where she does that yeah um and comes to rescue the dog i like i like that i i man i got real nervous when she showed up with a dog and i was like we're not going to kill this dog right like i don't want that that,
1: this dog was adorable i am not a huge dog person if i had a dog like this is the kind of dog i would have like a dog who looked like this dog just yeah i I love this dog
0: i'm not either but like i was getting like at the beginning anyway based on kind of nothing but i was just feeling like those i am legend vibes of like are we gonna have to watch this (sighs) dog die some horrible death like i don't want that yeah yeah
1: yeah it's funny, right? Like it's like all kinds of movies. Like it's like, like I'm legend, like is not, you know, I think I've only seen that movie once. It's not a movie that like seems particularly like, Oh yeah, I love I Am legend. And yet like, that's probably the first scene I'll think of with. I am legend is him in the, oh, yeah, him for and, sure. him in the bathtub when the dog's dying, singing uh, Bob Marley to it. Like that's like, yeah, that's like the scene that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's a rough scene. Um, yeah. But yeah, love that dog. <laughs> love, the, love that dog Yeah, you, you get you get a lot of that dog i read a little bit about the dog afterwards i don't know if you did they they trained this they like adopted this dog and trained it um mm-hmm. and originally it was not supposed to be in quite as much of the movie but they found that it was, it was like very trainable and they were able to use the dog in a lot more scenes than they thought basically which is kind of cool
0: that is kind of cool yeah. and and yeah you and you and they did a good job of like explaining away why the dog's not there because basically like well, the if the dog's around when she's fighting the predator, the dog's going to fight the predator and just get fucking murdered. Right. So agreed. They have to do something with the dog, and they did a pretty good job of being like, "Well, the dog's not around right now." Right. 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 And then, like even the same thing with like with the bear, right? Like yes. the the dog was there with the bear for a little bit, and then the dog, the dog ran like, off, basically yeah. ran off, and it's like, okay, like the the dog is fine. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. That was, a, that was a very aggressive bear. Yes. Like as as somebody who who lives in an area where i see bears on a relatively you know frequent basis um like believe me i have a healthy fear of a bear and i don't i don't mess with them but like i've never had a bear who's like 40 feet away from me decide to like charge after me and, and like you know try to make me lunch the way this, right, this bear did right, in the right movies. right
1: no absolutely i mean this is supposed to be a grizzly and i know they're more aggressive but still yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a pretty aggressive yes yes pretty aggressive bear a-
1: absolutely
0: um but led led to a really good scene yeah so i'll take yeah. it yeah
1: so what uh what else Th- this maybe is not germane to like the whole movie but i wonder if you watched the entire end credits by any chance
0: um i watched the i i watched the animated yes, bit of the credits that is that yes, is what okay. i mean,
1: but, but you yep. watched it to the end the mm-hmm. animated credits cuz the end was interesting i thought um so 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 having the so yeah so the yeah, animated yeah. credits basically tell the story of the movie in sort of like a tapestry form like it's like the the idea is it's like oh this is like maybe like an an idea of like how like they may have written, how they might have like stylized like written down like in picture form kind of the story of like the movie of everything that happens mm-hmm. in the movie and then at the end you know the movie ends with her killing the predator cutting off its head and coming back to the um coming back to the uh uh to the tribe and showing it and then she's like acclaimed as like the war chief or whatever whatever they call i forgot
0: what they call the brother Um, when when they showed that when they showed the camp at the end and and, like you knew she had killed the predator i was like she better have that fucking head of that predator and she surely did i was like that's perfect head of the predator
1: and like blood her like smeared the blood on her face the glowing blood it was pretty cool
0: yeah
1: um and then yeah like you said in the uh like they end on that for a second and then the music kind of turns like scarier in the animated version and it like pans up to show three more predator ships coming towards them from the upper atmosphere. It's like, oh, things maybe didn't end so well for these guys. I don't know. I don't
0: know what happens at that point. Well, so you want to hear my predator nerd shit on this? Which is the predators have to come back because... The gun that she has at the end, that she gets from the, that she takes from the fur trappers camp, right, is a gun that the predators give to Danny Glover at the end of Predator Two. Right, 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 right. I I
1: didn't know this because I haven't really seen Predator Two, but I read afterwards about it that it's
0: like that trapper that 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 name yeah. has like predator lore. Right. So <laughs> yeah. they the, they have to come back and I guess kill all those people because they need that gun back somehow right by the time the 90s come around right right but it does kind of put a damper on the idea it's like oh so you did all that and then they probably died <laughs> i don't know yeah i guess the other thing is like no one has like I, I mean maybe they could do this but like nobody has to know that predators exist too right but like like the trappers all got killed so that's fine right but this tribe knows about it right and something has to happen that they don't like fucking write anything down or tell anyone or the, you know, the knowledge has to get lost somehow. Right. right. I'm not saying they have to die. (laughs) Right.
1: But it it, Uh, it seems maybe believable that the knowledge could be naturally lost just because of like the decimation of like the native American people that would have happened later on down the line. And, and it's just one tribe. Like if they, you know, it's like, this isn't like the Comanche Indians. It's like this one small group here. Um, who you know who knows who, who like anything could have happened to them it's, it's true like besides the predators it's like heck they could have all contracted disease or something you know or, or, yeah. or something like that
0: um, that was the other thing is i i did have trouble and maybe this was just me but i had trouble figuring out how big that camp was um it and looked it, huge it felt, didn't it that you're, you're talking about the first rapper camp or, or no their no, camp? Well, oh, no, oh, no okay i'm talking about the comanche camp because it felt small. it felt to small me. yeah i agree it felt very small and And then later she runs into a group of hunters from that camp and there's like 10 of them. And I'm like, where did all these people come from? Like there's so many people now agreed. And it's like, and, and those are the
1: people who like, they said like, Oh yeah. Like your brother sent us to come get you. And like, and like he's on the other side and he gets captured, but we don't know that. But like that, that also means it's like, Oh, this is just a group she sent to like, come get her. Like it, it can't, this can't be like the full strength of like, the tribe yeah. by
0: any means i hope right right yeah, yeah. They, they wouldn't leave everybody yeah. unprotected send everyone yeah um yeah and, and the same thing with the fur trappers like the fur trappers um, camp seemed
1: huge at the first like in the when when she's first there in the cage and it kind of like you kind of see like the fires and then like off of the distance it feels like there's like multiple buildings and stuff or something but then later on it doesn't seem nearly as big so maybe it was just like a in the darkness kind of thing
0: it's hard to know too because they do the thing where they go to trap the predator and like you know there's like the the, the guys that you've seen before are there and like doing their thing and then all of a sudden like thirty guys spring out and like like French fur trappers just kind of keep piling on right and they're like all these shots coming from like far away yeah, like, at the predator how many of these guys are like this it, yeah, yeah there's yeah. This, there's like a I don't know if that's a budget thing or something but like the scale. There's a few times like the scale of what we saw was like unclear, the yeah the didn't, <laughs> didn't really match up with my expectations. And I was like, "Oh, okay, everything's a lot bigger than I thought it was." Yeah, yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to say is the look of the predator. I actually didn't love like the predator without the mask on, like the actual predator face. I know it was all digital, and they like they no puppet, and like I don't know. It it kind of like it it looked like something it looked like someone saying like we know what the predator looks like but we're gonna make a more badass version of it yeah i i don't know it well
1: enough to like to when i saw it to be like oh that doesn't quite look right so like i'd i'd have to go back and look at like the predator from like the first couple movies to like kind of like compare to know yeah so yeah i'll 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 take your word for that one i can't i'm not in a position to say
0: yeah i was i was yeah like i said i was just a little bit disappointed yeah i don't i don't love the look of this guy i did love his low tech shit like the, the moments that trade on you knowing something about the predator like when he's got the 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 sight with the three dots yeah um and then you know in in all of the other movies you've ever seen like that's just like a a sight and he shoots like a laser or something right um and then that moment where they all split off right. and they become three different dots, right. like, then, "Whoa!" Right, right. And it's like they're actually
1: each targeting sites for these like arrow things.
0: These yeah, like these yeah. like
1: was... steel arrows or whatever they are. And then the
0: fact that, that, was that he, really cool. the fact
1: that he like picks them out, like 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 when he does it, like like he definitely has to like get them back, just like normal arrows, kind of right. Like there's there's yeah. the one scene with like the I think it's with those guys right where where they're coming to take her take her back, and then he ambushes them and kills them all. Um, right. where like the first guy who we like hits with them then he like he goes up to them and like takes them out and he's still invisible
0: yeah because it's like in his eye or whatever and, yeah like, yeah he, he like pulls it out and yeah 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 Uh-oh. this movie yeah.
1: like it is not um it's not like in your face in your face gore but it's pretty gory like it there there yeah. there's some pretty gory shots um some of those shots with the the fucking like fan blade are really yeah are pretty cool <laughs> like 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 that one shot where he like pops the french guy's head off against the again against the tree where he like has like that and it's just like like
0: which they which they pay off later because yep. she sees him do it yep. and then she when she's in that predicament she knows it's coming yep. and like gets by the rocks f- yep, to yep. exactly yeah, and cuts his arm yeah. <laughs> cuts his arm off basically yeah. yeah
1: yeah she she uh, really does a number of them there are a few um yeah so you'll you'll probably tell me more of these but like you know the couple like obviously like just falling into the mud when she falls into the mud in the earlier part. And it's like, okay, like one, this is going to come back. And two, this is obviously a nod to the first movie uh, because because of the mud. mud, And then I felt like the end, right? Like when he, when the predator rises out of the mud to fire the gun and like, you know, and she wants him to fire the gun at him. Like just him rising out of the mud felt very
0: like Arnold rising out of the mud in the, uh, in in the first and she's movie. even like she's even like shadowing his dialogue right. and being like come on do, do, it, it, do it do it yeah yeah yeah. 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 And, which and is then, all, yeah and then and then if you if you know probably if anyone knows any line from predator movies they probably know the line if it bleeds we can kill, kill it. it yep yeah which they which they call back to in this yeah. movie too yeah exactly. yeah exactly yeah so
1: i like those um yeah overall like like the thing i thought you know about this movie is that it's like i feel like People who have at least seen the first predator, and I guess maybe the second with the with the gun you know with the, yeah. with the gun thing like will really enjoy those like little callbacks and things like that of the movie, but like you absolutely do not at all have had to watch any predator movie to enjoy this movie like it 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 does not require any knowledge of the predator they, they they give you enough about what the predator is, and you can very much enjoy it without any without knowing any of that stuff.
0: I would say. Yeah. And 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 this, I think this is really a like Superman return situation where it's basically like, this feels like a sequel to the second movie. And it's like, we're going to pretend those other movies never happened. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Sure. There's two good movies and then a whole bunch of bad movies. Right. right. Exactly. So that's a good move. Yeah. Do you want them to make a sequel to this movie? Um,
1: it depends on what that sequel would be. I I do feel like some of what made this movie like, you know, the one of the things with making a sequel is it's like, I, I guess I wonder, like, so you got two ways you could go, right? You either start rebuilding the mythology, which like part of what made this movie good was that it didn't do that shit. Like it was very stripped down for the most part. Mm-hmm. Or you make another movie that's like this. And if you do that, it's kind of like, well, you just did this movie. And it's like that. That And this movie was quite good in the way they did it. So you better make a really good one again. Like you better and and find a new way to do it. Like I think like, again, using the Native Americans, I think was a really smart move. Um, I'm obviously not one, not Native American two, not any kind of expert on Native American culture. But it felt realistic to me like the way they depicted Mm -hmm. the native americans and i know they did a fair amount of like like multiple people in the set i mean the lead actress obviously but like and 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 a lot of the other actors like you know they're all native actors you know they're maybe not all comanche but they're like all native actors and like they had a lot of uh consultants on set and stuff like that and i felt like that was a big part of it too like if they move this forward to like you know if it's something where it's like well now they're in the old west or something it's like I don't know that I want to see this with like cowboys or something like this. Like, like I felt like some, something about this setting and this, like, I I don't want to say primitive because that sounds very condescending, but like there was something very appealing about, like you said, like this low tech nature uh, of it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's,
0: everybody was low tech. I mean, the predators were low tech, the humans were
1: low tech, everybody was low tech. Right. So, so like, yeah, I, I guess I lean towards no that I don't want to see a, A sequel to this because I feel like it would not be. I I struggle to
0: see how they'd be able to like capture this the same way. But yeah, I think that's totally fair. And I I think what's interesting is, unlike you, what I was what I was thinking is like they. The only other way they could do this is that I think this could work, especially whatever I like bigger mythology So keeping like the bigger mythology is if they told another one of these historical stories. In a totally different environment, you know, jump forward seventy five years or something, um, and 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 do that in another way where it's like believable that you know right. no one know no one saw the predator like no one right. can
1: I you know yeah. or, or maybe not even jump forward right like maybe it's like uh this this starts feeling like it's like some kind of anthology series if it's just like a different place like same story kind of but like like one that occurred to me immediately is like an idea is it's like I don't know like samurai japan or something like that like, i had that thought yeah too. yeah like like yeah. like something like that where it's like rural japan or something like back in like the fucking like you know 1200s or something like that or i'm probably getting dates wrong but like a long time ago well well before this story takes place
0: right because it's clear like it i, I mean the implication here is that like the predator didn't show up here and then 250 years later like they've been predators have been coming right. So let's let's see some of that. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and and I, could, and I, I think that could be that. really interesting. Yeah, I could I could yeah. definitely get behind that.
1: Um yeah, I could I could see that. Um it's you know, it'll it'll be a tough act to follow. I, I feel like there were a lot of things going for this movie, you know. Um the yeah, guy who,
0: you'd have to do it with an equal level of care. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um the guy who played her brother, uh Tabe, uh his name is Dakota Beavers um he was good i liked him and I, and I think he's like this might have been his first movie or something like that but i i he was good and yeah in the movie more than i thought he was gonna yes be. agreed um and and i found myself appreciating that he was in the movie like i i liked their i liked their you know uh their sort of rapport together um mm-hmm. and and i liked kind of where his story ended up it, it made sense uh you know that he kind of gave himself up towards
0: the end and all that so yeah, yeah, I think so yeah. too. So
1: he did. He did yeah. a really good job, I thought, as well.
0: Yeah, I liked him. and and yeah, they gave him like a good little story arc, and 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 the like the end of his story totally makes sense. Yeah, I've asked this before,
1: and I feel like the answer is no, right? Like you've never seen uh, the movie Legion. Movie. Sorry. No. Not not the movie. That is different. <laughs> the TV show Legion. There is a movie Legion. That's not what I'm asking. Also, about. no. <laughs> yes. Two very different things. Yeah. Wait, so is is the TV show is that the Dan Stevens show? The TV show is the Dan Stevens show. The the one yeah, okay. that's like the stealth X-Men show kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. No, yeah, I It's about seen David Holler. Yeah. So Amber Midthunder's in that. Um that, oh, that's, that's cool. the only other thing I had ever seen her in. Like so I knew her name like when 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 we saw when you said oh pray like we should watch it and then i saw it was in it, and i was like oh and she's really good in that like i like her a lot in that and so it was kind of like yeah it was sort of a thing where it's like yeah like find stuff for this actress to do she's like really good at like she's kind of good at being a badass you know heroine like she you know it's like make her make her another like uh you know sigourney weaver kind of thing
0: yeah i mean if if this is not a star making turn for her in this movie like that's that's criminal because it definitely should be yeah it it like, absolutely should be so yeah because she is she's she she is really good in the movie um and again like does a lot with not a lot of dialogue yeah yeah all right anything else do you do you want to anything else you wanna
1: point out here or do we want to move on to uh given slapping some grades on this no let's do it I it, it met a moment for a second um i wanna i wanna note i i Tried to say something else, and then found that I can only say "slap some grades." It's it is like the term we <laughs> use on this show. I didn't realize it was until I said it, and it's like, no, it's got to be "slap some grades." <clears throat> it's like there, we have no other way to say this. <laughs> it's
0: what you do with grades—you yep, slap them. Slap them.
1: Okay. Um, I'll go first. So, um, the these like a- action movies, um. I enjoy them, but they're not like my bread and butter the way they are, say, Willie's, who's not here. Um, uh, and and maybe even, you know, and, and maybe probably even more your bailiwick than mine, um, relatively. Um, so this wasn't like, this was a movie that I thought maybe I'd like because of reviews, but it wasn't a movie that I feel like, like with the type of movie, it's not a movie where it's like, this is my kind of movie. Um, and I really, really liked it um, going through it. I, I just thought it was really interesting from start to finish it didn't really it's not balls to the wall action but at the same time it doesn't really drag ever like i feel like it has to me anyway it felt like it had like pauses at the right moments and not for too long uh overall before the next kind of big sequence and the sequences kind of get bigger and bigger as it as it goes through in in a way that Mm -hmm. worked really well um so yeah, I I really enjoyed this, and as we said, I, I think Amber Mid Thunder was awesome in 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 the main role. So um, didn't expect to be doing this before we said it, but I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I I heart wow. I heartily recommend this movie to like anybody. Um, it it it's you know it's not for someone who's incredibly squeamish because there is like a decent amount of blood, but it's not it's not like the bloodiest thing you've ever seen or anything. But um really like it's it's just it's really good and it's tight like like i said it's an hour and 35 minutes like it's it yep. it is not a long movie
0: and i think it is bloody and gory but not gratuitous right if that yes if that could possibly apply to this kind of right. movie 100 um, percent. though i agree yeah i i like this movie quite a bit i mean there are there are genres of movies that i'm interested in regardless of the quality like like a sci-fi movie um there are and there are, are genres of movies i'm generally not interested in at all see sports movies sure um and then this action movies fall in the category of like in between i i like <laughs> i like good examples of it yeah. like if it, if it's, i like a good action movie and like and i can enjoy them for what they are and what they're trying to do and i think this movie is super successful at what it's trying to do yeah um really liked it it's, it's a movie that's like trying to be like the original movie in the ways that are important like it, it's trying to be a good predator movie in the same way, in the ways that made the first predator movie good right and and i think that's a very good thing um, you know it's very different it's not an 80s style action movie but um but it's also also really good and yeah i mean i you know coming into this again i'm like you, I think I'm coming in a little bit higher than I originally thought I would, but I'm, I'm coming in at a four out of five on this. Yeah. It was, Um, it's, it's really good. It's, it's yeah. And, and and, And it's, it's it's definitely a movie. Like as I thought about it, since we watched it, like I've realized more and more how, like what I've, what I've liked it, you know, what I've liked about it and how much I've liked it. No, I agree. I I feel like even just talking about it now with you, I felt like helped crystallize a little
1: more, like able to kind of verbalize like specifically things I, i i liked about it and why well, yeah that's... and it's
0: a movie i could see myself like watching again you know Definitely. like now i've got like a solid like hey there's three good predator movies i could watch right. <laughs> you know if i want to yeah yeah if i want to watch some predator movies absolutely um
1: this, uh, you mentioned that this movie was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. I think we mentioned the director at some point. He, this is only, mm-hmm. only his second movie that he has directed. The first one being the
0: 21 10, 10 10 or 10 Cloverfield yeah. Lane. I don't know yeah. why I said Which 21. is a very
1: odd movie before this to have uh directed. Um, I haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, but I've generally heard that it's not too bad. Um,
0: yeah, I haven't it's, seen it either. it's but...
1: maybe the best of the three Cloverfield movies. Um, I feel like Cloverfield gets obviously a lot of just because of like the marketing and all that uh, for the original, but it's like Cloverfield is like very found footage-y in a way that can be very annoying.
0: Yeah. I would say it is the, depending on your perspective, it's either the peak or the nadir of the found footage. Right. um, Yes. Movie genre. (laughs) I I, I understand um, what you mean exactly. And I think, yeah, that movie, that movie suffers from like, just a little bit too much. I just like, I feel like, I, I don't know why we're talking about this now, but I feel like if you cut out the underground subway scene with like the bugs and all that, like you cut that section out of the movie, like it tight, everything tightens up a everything lot better. And, yeah. I, I, agree. I agree. And, and the, and, and the movie feels, I don't know that, that that's such a tonal shift that feels like it doesn't belong in that movie. Yeah.
1: When that happens. No, totally. I, I agree with that. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking about it. Cause I was thinking about like, what, what, um and it's hard to say having not seen 10 cloverfield lane i I think i've seen little pieces of it like scenes here and there um Mm -hmm. but i've never seen the whole movie but the the i guess the one thing that maybe like puts these two movies together in some way is that 10 cloverfield lane as i as i recall is for most of its running time a pretty like stripped down like tense affair like it's basically like it's like John Goodman captures two people or whatever and puts them in his basement and is kind of trying right. to like convince them that like the world above has gone to shit basically. Right. And that like they need to stay down here. And like, that's most of the movie is like three people kind of in one place.
0: Right. And, and, and my understanding of the twist of the movie is he's right. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, not just a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Cause that's actually
1: the part I've seen is the end of the movie. The last oh, really, <laughs> Yeah, the last like 10 minutes of the movie or whatever, but um but yeah so i guess i guess that's a similar because at first like i heard that it's like okay like this is like he wanted to direct this and this is his second movie and it's like wow and this first movie was that like that's an interesting like two movies to to put together but he did a really good job so,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure
1: You didn't see the third movie the cloverfield paradox no i have not no the one uh no. there are like i i feel like i looked at it the other day and i was like kind of surprised that like
0: the people who were in it um, like, like it was, I mean, yeah. Like, do you remember that movie had a huge back when Netflix actually did marketing pushes? Like, it had a huge marketing. That push I do, remember. It. But yeah,
1: yeah, it's got a really weird cast, is the way I would put it. So, um, okay. it's got Daniel Bruhl, um, in love him. Yep. Um, Elizabeth Debicki, who um, you, I'm trying to think of like stuff. She's in a lot of stuff, and I'm trying to think like what. She's, oh, 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 of course. She's the girl in Tenet. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. That's absolutely the movie we both watched. Um, uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw, however you say her name, is in it. Um, what's her name? Ravenna, uh, what the hell was her name in Loki? The, the judge oh, in Loki. Oh. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Renslayer. I Slayer. There we go. Red Slayer, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Chris O'Dowd is in it. Oh, I, like <laughs> yeah, I like him too but kind of an odd thing David Oyelowo Oy- is in it um, okay. uh, Zhang Ziyi is in it um, <laughs> okay. yeah that's what I'm saying it's a weird cast and then um, the other guy I recognize is Axel Henny who uh, is the the guy who you don't know like, like, like the guy who was like I know all these people except that guy in the Martian like he's like oh. the <laughs> other crew member the one who's good with explosives
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's fine. I figured the Martian
1: would be a good I mean it's the only thing I know him from when I saw his name. I was like, oh I know he's the guy from The Martian, who's right. not Kate Mara or Sebastian Stan or Michael Pena or Jessica Chastain or, or or Matt Damon, obviously.
0: Did have you ever seen um did you did your kids ever watch um Puffin Rock? No. Nope. So Chris O'Dowd is the narrator of that show. Oh cool. And it's like impossible to imagine him like every time I hear him now, I just think of, um, you know, him narrating that show and it's impossible yeah. to think of it as anything else. Yeah.
1: He's got such a distinctive voice too, that it's like, I would also imagine it's like, yeah, I feel like I would either think of him as like the, whatever, like the cop or whatever he is in bridesmaids or like his like IT crowd character. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's Did you, certain, did you watch that show? I I haven't watched like, a whole lot of it but I've yeah I've watched a few episodes I've seen a bunch of clips uh, of it as well Um,
0: it's really good Uh, at least like the first couple seasons are really good like it made me like a big Richard Ayoade fan yeah yeah I was was gonna Um, say like Richard Ayoade is just really hilarious he is so good he's not in nearly enough things yeah I
1: watch him in a lot of um like like I watch a lot of like clips on YouTube and stuff of like like British like not game shows but like those all those shows they have in britain where it's like a bunch of comedians like doing little like panels and stuff
0: like that yeah what's a big one like qi or whatever right like, right, like qi the big is ones. one of
1: them or like um uh like eight out of ten cats like all, all those kinds of shows basically yeah, and yeah. like he's definitely on those along with it
0: you know like like from time to time he's on
1: them and it's always fun to see him on them.
0: yeah because he's always on with Noel fielding who i also really yes, like yes from uh, yeah. uh mighty boosh it's, it's not not from uh,
1: Bake Off. No, <laughs> <laughs> I Bake Off is a thing I have not watched. So yeah, I, I, you, I you don't watch
0: a Great British Bake? No, Off? No, I don't.
1: I I know that he yeah that he does Great British Bake Off, but I did not. I do not watch it. I probably should. Right? I like cooking shows.
0: Yeah, I, you would like I recognize it. it's definitely a baking show, but you know what I mean. I like food shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, like the oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at all these weird like um, those British shows that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, like the Big Fat Quiz, yeah, yeah show yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yep, yep, yeah. exactly. There's so many of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like yeah, like the like like yeah, I go like just reel off a whole bunch of names that like if you haven't watched those shows or aren't British, you like wouldn't know who half of those people are. But they're all really funny. Like a lot of them end up on uh, Taskmaster as well, which is a, which is a show that oh, yeah, lots sure. of people talk about. That's a cool show taskmaster is a cool idea for a show um and then like that that show I think I told you about that show recently the the one that's or yeah maybe you or maybe one of our other friends I told about there's a there's a show that they did recently called um I literally just told you did I tell you about this show no it's a cool it's a cool idea so they have these contestants on and they do this show for a half hour um where they like they give them like little uh like like it's like a trivia show like they're doing like you know quizzes like they give them little options and they're going through the quizzes but the whole conceit of the show is that during the show they have two people on the side who are listening to everything that's going on during the show including the banter like anything that happens in the show and they are writing questions and then at the end of each like at the end of every 10 minutes those are the questions they ask like they are like okay they're like you know earlier in the show like when we were talking i said blah 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 like what was the name of like the person who I saw? So it's like the whole idea oh is that God. it's like anything from the moment the show starts is like fair game for a question. And you have to be like listening, like even like jokes that like so the host is Jimmy Carr, who's like one of those, you know, guys who's always sure. doing these. And like he, anything, like any jokes he tells, any kind of kinds of things. So it's it's a cool idea. And like because like he's a really like I don't love Jimmy Carr's stand-up all that much because he can be very abrasive, but as a Agreed. host, he's awesome. Like, as like yeah, he, is, he is really quick-witted as a, as a host. And so I feel like he's very good at, like, keeping the show going and, like, making fun of contestants, like, in a very, like, kind of hilarious way when they give dumb answers on that show. And then I imagine they can only do this for the first season. But what they did that I thought was genius is um, they, at the first commercial, they go to commercial break, but it's not actually commercial break. Like so, okay. so he like cuts to commercial. He's like, "We'll be back." Like he throws to the thing, and then like uh-huh. during the commercial break, he's like doing other stuff. Like he's like, like he like asks, like he like he calls over a production assistant, and says like, "Yeah, like like order me." And, like you're still watching, honestly. right? Exactly. Like the audience, like you yeah. are. It is actually still filming, but like the contestants don't realize that, right? Like they're kind of looking around, whatever. It's like oh, so they, they get asked questions like, about the commercial right, break, exactly. Stuff? And like he like like during it, he like like they go like, "Okay, like I I gotta film this quick, like." uh charity advert and like they like do this thing he like does some silly thing or whatever and then at the end of it he says like goes to the audience to the audience and says like was that really a commercial break or were we just like you know basically were we just fucking with them like we'll find out after this real commercial break how much they were like <laughs> oh listening God. to yeah i thought that's a great idea like whoever came up that with is that a great idea, idea is is awesome but yeah so yeah i really enjoyed watching that show it's was like this is a great idea like and they may only be able to to do this for like one series so to speak but i really right. like this idea for a show so that's a
0: good idea i'll track that down yeah 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 right. it's just on youtube that's what that, that's where i found it <laughs> sure where all the best british
1: content lives basically as far as i know i don't I don't think they air that shit on like bbc america because it's not bbc it's like channel four i think right it's like I, I only know like how many channels are there in britain it's like it's all it all seems to be like bbc Channel Four yep. and ITV, right? Are those are those like the main? Well, what about Sky? Like, right? Is Sky like? I, I don't. Yeah, I guess Sky is another one. This is like any anybody who knows, know. anybody who knows British stuff
0: and is listening to this. This is like the is yeah. There, this is like the most basic right, shit you right, possibly right, get wrong.
1: Right? Exactly. How does TV
0: work in the UK? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like so. so maybe channels, I like guess. Yeah,
1: so maybe Sky as well. uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> i feel like it, oh, it makes it worst. sound like they're so primitive when really what we mean is like these are the shows these are the channels they have that deliver like original like british specific content like obviously they have all the same shit channels we have probably right
0: like like I'm, I'm yeah sure. yeah yeah i'm sure they do yeah um any oh uh, i guess we need to do the mailbag before we get out of here Did we, any any mailbag questions worth sharing uh yeah there's probably one
1: let me uh let me take a look so um so i okay maybe this one so we got an email from evren i hope i'm saying that name right i have no idea i apologize evren uh if i am butchering how else could you possibly say it evren i don't know I, i've just i can't see it so i don't know how it's right it's it's i i think it's evren Everen, evren right probably Oh, really? Yeah, i've just never heard that name said out loud or maybe yeah, let even us seen know it. if we got yes, it wrong exactly i'm someone who has a name that most people have probably not seen before or said out loud so i'm sensitive to that anyway um we uh a while back we did our moon Knight episode um and i think we must have noted at the time that it was a very strange <laughs> none of us had ever heard of moon Knight really and it was a very strange uh you know basically uh character to be kind of having a show about so uh everyone was asking us um if there is if if we know or you know to, to the extent we know of the comics marvel or dc uh what do we think is kind of the weirdest character that they could possibly make a show about
0: oh interesting that is,
1: that is a real show yeah or, or sorry a, a real character Oh, like based not, on a real yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not 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 somebody we would just make up or something. No uh
0: I, no cap. What was it? Captain Perspecto or whatever. Like our, <laughs> our detectives from before. Well, are we allowed to go back into like the 70s and like the really weird shit so. that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, th- I think that's fair game. Okay. Gosh, it's a good question. Um I'm not sure. Let's see. This is where my lack of, like, reading a bunch of Marvel comics is really going to, like, bite me pretty hard. Me too. And then, like, with DC,
1: like, I I never really read DC comics, but, like, I used to have... um I inherited a bunch of comics from, like, a friend's, like, stepdad a long time ago. um And so, like, I had, like, mostly Marvel comics, but, like, there were a couple of DC ones I had. And, like, I had all these, like, 1980s, like, who's who of DC. I, f- I forget what exactly what they were called, but that was the... Like it basically just ran through all of the like villains and heroes in DC at the time, and so like mm-hmm. it had a whole bunch of weird people, but I can't remember any of them now.
0: Um, hmm. are, you, are you looking up to, to just refresh I, your memory? I kind memory? of had to. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's fair yeah. because I feel like most it's like most of the things I know really well in like in Marvel are like you know fucking like seventies X Men where it's like yeah, there's weird stuff, but like not that like there's definitely weirder stuff out there um like for that probably the weirdest one i can think of to actually have an entire show about would be like dazzler <laughs> do you remember dazzler oh yeah um, yeah dazzler like dazzler just popped into my head i mean dazzler wasn't even that weird like her powers not that weird but it was the fact that she was so like disco themed because disco yeah. was going on at the time that definitely makes that like weirder than it should be
0: I mean, they're not a hero, but like when I think of like weird comics characters, I always go right to Condiment King. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just I like, mean, what the yeah, hell?
1: I mean, Batman just has such a ridiculous group of uh, like the second tier villains, like, like most of whom I don't know, except that they like, um, you've seen the Lego Batman movie, right? I have. Yeah, yeah. They, they have that little sequence in the beginning where they like run through a whole bunch of them, including Condiment King that's right yep. oh yeah they do yeah, they? yeah yeah so yeah like yeah i agree um like along those lines like another like pretty decent size villain i think in, in terms of like this is not like a very hard like this isn't like a poll where it's like oh you've never heard of this person um and again they are a villain like condiment king so it's like it wouldn't really be a show about him but when i was a kid and i had those comics this is moving over to dc someone who i always thought was hilarious just because of the name was like the villain solomon grundy oh yeah sure. like just the combination of that name and then his look is just like who is this like how on earth would you like make this work in like a movie in in, especially if it was dc like a snyder-ish movie but have like fucking solomon grundy in it
0: oh you know you know who's for for no good reason i can think of you know who solomon grundy makes me think of is do you remember the Max with two X's. Yes. What? um, What the fuck was the Max? I, I, I remember he was that. Like a, he was like a purple dude with big yellow hands. Yes. Oh, God.
1: That is such weird
0: shit. It's so weird. I'm looking up the Max now. Here you yeah, go. In the real world, Max is a vagrant, a homeless man living in a box, while in the Outback... He is the powerful protector of the Jungle Queen. Oh, this sounds like it's going to get problematic. Yep. Who exists in the real world as Julie Winters, a social worker who often bails Max out of jail. What? Yeah, so so, so the Outback
1: is not like the actual Outback. It's like an alternate reality. Referred it's not the restaurant? To, right. <laughs> no, not, not the restaurant either. Um, yeah, it's an alternate reality referred to as the Outback, presumably named metaphorically. After the real Australian outback, that makes a little more sense. Then, okay, because I was like, "What do you mean exists?" <laughs> it does make a little more like, sense? What do you mean exists in the real world? <laughs> Is the outback not the real world? And then it's like, no, I guess it's not. Okay, so this was Image Comics, and then moved over to DC. It looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's, that's one that I remember. There was a television series of this, apparently. There was kind of. It was it was part of an MTV program. They had they had wow. like an animated series of it um with no one we've heard of you know doing the voices oh
0: yeah Yeah. oh yeah i found it yeah you're right yeah that's funny interesting yeah i looked up uh
1: solomon grundy at the same time so solomon grundy is a uh okay so he yeah he's like zombie-ish basically right yeah which which makes i don't think i ever knew that but he definitely looks like a zombie i've always thought but he's like this huge like monster of a zombie and just the name like i i don't know how you could have that name with like a straight face in a movie <laughs> oh no not yeah.
0: solomon grundy <laughs> is is the lord is that just his name like from when he was alive i think
1: so let me see if it says real quick let me let me try to read through this quickly um solomon grundy do, 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 do. Um, So he was originally an enemy of the original Green Lantern of Alan Scott, the the Mm -hmm. Golden Age Green Lantern. um, And then, you know, has become a prominent enemy for a number of superheroes, like mostly the Justice League kind of superheroes. Um, Yeah, fictional character biography. This has to be his name, right? No, no, it's not. (laughs) There you go. Maybe not. Well, you know, this is fucking DC, right? So it says like fictional character biography. And then the first heading is pre-crisis and it's like oh Oh god of course yeah it's like earth 2 versions history it's like oh god dc jesus all right so this is cyrus gold um oh apparently i didn't know this maybe i should have solomon grundy is a nursery rhyme um and so the name is taken from this nursery rhyme um so yes it is it is not his real name (laughs) So if you want to seem scary, you go with a kids' nursery rhyme name. Right. So yeah, th- the story here is that um uh I'll, I'll re- reading straight from Wikipedia. This is the portion of our uh, podcast which is the reading from Wikipedia portion. Um, in the late 19th century, a wealthy merchant named Cyrus Gold is murdered. His body is disposed of in this swamp near Gotham City. Uh, 50 years later, the corpse is reanimated as a huge shambling figure.
0: 50 years. Yes.
1: Uh, so I guess that makes it kind of the mid 20th century which makes How sense is there anything left right corpse. i guess maybe swamp so it's like kind of like a peat bog it kind of maybe sort of uh preserved him maybe that i think that's a thing that's happened uh um, sure, why not yeah why not uh so he's reanimated as a huge shambling figure oh here we go composed partly of the swamp matter that has accumulated around the body over the decades oh, they kind of kind of explain it uh with almost no memory of his past life Gold murders two escaped criminals who are hiding out in the marsh and steals their clothes. He shows up in a hobo camp when asked about his name. One of the few things he can recall is that he was quote born on a Monday. So one of the men at the camp mentions the nursery rhyme character, Solomon Grundy, who in the nursery rhyme was born on a Monday. There you go. There we go. That's that is where he takes a name. The, the rhyme, this actually, I feel like I know this rhyme. Maybe I just didn't remember the name. Like this sounds familiar it says solomon grundy born on a monday christened on tuesday married on wednesday took ale on thursday grew worse on friday died on saturday buried on sunday that was the end of solomon grundy that is the hmm. that is the nursery rhyme i love that it's called a nursery rhyme where it's just like what what who would babies are you singing this to <laughs> like, now go to sleep yeah exactly think think long and hard about the tale of solomon grundy as you drift off to sleep <laughs> he, he only he was born and died within a week that could happen to you <laughs> good night
0: <laughs> so i guess those are our answers yeah the those max are our answers and
1: solomon Grundy. Yep, there you go the max and solomon Grundy. um maybe honorable mention to condiment king and dazzler
0: <laughs> well the condiment king could be the bad guy in that in the series of of in in, in the well, solomon yeah. Grundy max team up yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Other other than Dazzler, these were all uh DC characters we picked.
0: Um, Kahneman King, Solomon Grundy and The Max. I mean, that kind of tracks, right? It like does. the 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 DC universe is more uh buckwild than the Marvel one. I, I think, think I think Marvel has a fair amount of buckwild
1: characters, but they don't get as much press, I think maybe as the DC ones have for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 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 the crazy ones for DC are actually still more like more known, like I mean, there are pretty well known. Like I'm trying, trying to think now. Like, uh, uh, how do you say his name, Mister Mr. Mr. Mister like for instance? Oh yeah, from Superman. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like that's a pretty yeah. known character. Um, and and he's kind of batshit insane. uh oh, yeah, I know. Or, or or even like the more known ones, like fucking Bizarro, like like. I hate Bizarro. Right. And like Bizarro, like we all know Bizarro. <laughs> it's like, it's not, He's not like hidden in the mists of DC comics or anything. And, right. and yeah, Bizarro's ridiculous. Like I, I, you know, maybe I'm cherry picking to be fair, you know, but like when I think of like Marvel villains, I don't know, like most of the ones I think of feel like
0: more normal.
1: Like who's the weirdest major Mar- Marvel villain you can think of off the top of your head?
0: Again, you're going to get me where I
1: don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fair. Well, enough. like like one who comes to mind, but they're not that weird as like arcade, maybe. What's his deal? He's just he's like this, like really pricey hitman, but he like is kind of like. uh, He's like game themed, and I like I remember a bunch of issues where like he would capture somehow like the X-Men or Spider-Man, I think was one of his main opponents, but like the X-Men or Spider-Man and then they'd be like, put in like this giant pinball machine and different, and they'd have to like fight yeah. their way out and shit like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, like it, it almost felt like, you know, he's like kind of like a, he, he's not actually a Joker analog as in the Joker's obviously like, I think quite a bit more malevolent and like as a richer story overall than arcade ever did. But like, just in terms of the game sort of theme, and that, like, like it felt like the traps he would have, were like similar to the kind of shit that maybe the Joker would pull. But yeah, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head Um, in Marvel. Again, like probably some of that is just a thing of like the only Marvel villains I can think of are like Magneto and like all the people who are in like the like the MCU movies at this point. Right. I mean, the MCU looms so large that at this it's... point, right? Yeah. Yeah. It cast such a big shadow. Yeah. Oh, oh and uh, I mean, I forgot. Like I said, Magneto, obviously Doctor Doom as well. But like Magneto and Doctor Doom are fucking great villains they're good they're really good right like they're they're two of the better villains i can think of and they're two of the major major villains in in marvel so yeah i mean i guess like galactus is kind of like buck wild but like but galactus is like is insane to think about but kind of insane in an also scary way right like it's not like Oh, like this guy like he's insane because he likes condiments or whatever the fuck the condiment king does. And <laughs> it's silly. It's obviously silly to compare condiment king to Galactus. Like they just in terms Ooh. of importance, they're not <laughs> who would win in a fight? Right? Kind of like, the, the age-old question. <laughs> who would win in a fight? Condiment king or galactus. Well, like, you know, Galactus is this gigantic being who is like eating planets and it's like, okay, like that's that's scary to think that there's like something out there that could just do that just happen among us one day and it's like yep just eat the eat the earth <laughs> it's just what he does
0: like uh what unicron he can do that yeah, too. exactly right?
1: that's the only thing i think only other thing i can think of unicron which brings us right back to uh our favorite movie transformers the last night
0: <laughs> so i i just did a quick google to make sure what unicron was his name and there's a the site i ended up on has a picture of him and the caption says He's been ignoring Galactus' cease and desist letters. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. There you go. Yep. All right. All right. Well, if Hope. if you also want to get your name potentially mispronounced and a very long-winded answer <laughs> Pro- to your question, probably mispronounced. I think this. I think our next letter is from somebody named Skote. Let's see. <laughs> Am I pronouncing that right? I've never seen this name before. <laughs>
1: uh where can they send us email they can send us email at talk to gmail at com. awesome
0: yep uh and uh i was gonna do our sign-off but we don't have one no yeah, our, our <laughs> patented sign-off i was gonna be like until next time yeah we can make a sign-off we can do all kinds of stuff we can hit
1: <laughs> the, the next epi- episode we can tell willie like hey we got it we got a patented sign-off now we have to do everything that's true time. he's not here we can do it right.
0: we can do whatever the fuck we want that's right
1: That could be our sign-off. We can do whatever the fuck we want.